Tips on how to choose a great puppy. We're going to talk about how to choose a puppy. And are we going to talk about rescue puppies or breeder puppies? I guess it doesn't really matter because we're going to do a different podcast later about how to choose a breeder. So it would be just uh, going to meet the puppy and how to how to pick the one for you. Yeah, but the, there's a huge... This is why I'm hesitating. Are we basing this on families who are inexperienced and have children? Are we basing this on just the generalization of what you're looking for? Um, well, I guess, like, if you're... Helping families with children. Families with children. That is suitable for their home, whether that be breeder or rescue. Correct. Um, because experienced homes and so on and so forth don't. Yeah, and they would, you know, if they're only, if they're like uh, two adults that are active, I mean, that's a little bit easier to choose a dog for those people than it is a home with children. Yeah, I, I think. would base that on a home, home with children and then how to bring the dog home. Okay. To home with kids. All right, we'll go with that. All right. First of all, what's the best age to choose so a puppy? selecting a puppy for a home with children under the age of 12. Okay. So most people start with breed, size, and then they go from there. Right. And we are seeing a lot of people now, too, that have allergies at home. Right. And so that limits their selection. So first thing, it's best to see the puppy in a foster home, not an adoption event. It's best to see the puppy at the breeder's facility with the parents on the property than a breeder who says they're going to meet you somewhere or ship you the dog. Those two things are non-negotiable. You do not purchase the puppy. Right. On some set of circumstances, there is no choice. The rescues will only allow people to come to the adoption event for the privacy of their fosters. Right. And so the puppies can be selected there as well. So if you go to a rescue event, we highly suggest that you get there at least 30 minutes early. Watch the process of them getting the puppies off the van, getting them set up in their area, and just stand back and keep an eye on everything and see how things are going. See how those puppies adjust to the environment. Are they all curled up in the corner in the back of the pen and they're shaking and they're scared of what's going on? Are they happy-go-lucky and bouncing around so much that the people putting them in the pen are getting accosted for attention from the other puppies that are already in there? Um, Are they panicking and trying to climb their way out of the pen and barking and and making a whole bunch of noise and appear very stressed? Once the puppies have had a chance to settle down, then you can go and approach and see how the puppies react when you come up. Which one comes 
one's running to the front, which one jumps up when it gets to the front, which one doesn't come near you. And again, don't select by, oh, that one's so cute. It has a black circle around its eye and the whole rest of the dog is white. I'm going to pick that one because I've never seen that before. Right. Or blue eyes or... Because of the way it looks. Yeah. You can have a whole litter of puppies and one that has blue eyes. Don't pick that one just because it has blue eyes. You can evaluate it and see if it's a match for you. Things to look for. If you have children, do not pick a puppy that's hiding in the corner. Try not to pick the first puppy who charges and comes running to you and is the first one to try to greet you and is climbing all over the pen trying to get out. Pick the one that comes over and has a nice little tail wag, is looking at you, then maybe sits there for a second, pick the puppy up and ask the volunteer if you can take the puppy to the back of the store away from the chaos or in a room somewhere. Have a long leash so the puppy's able to move around a lot. Don't keep the puppy on a short six-foot leash. For one, the puppy may never have worn a leash. Number two, it allows the puppy to make choices. If you can and you're in a room with the door shut, no leash. Let the puppy run loose. Right. Give the puppy about five minutes in the new new space to sniff, check things out, see what they do. They should willingly come over to you if you encourage it, or they should want to be with you anyway. A little bit of exploring is normal, but then the humans should be much more interesting. You should pick a puppy that doesn't want to immediately start jumping and biting your hands. Right. This is sometimes considered normal puppy behavior. We don't consider that normal puppy behavior as excessive. A tiny little bit of mouthing can be deterred, but not all puppies are mouthy. Right. A puppy should willingly go up to your children the way it does to the adults. Try to keep your children calm. This is a hard one. Have the kids sit nice and quiet. Say, don't scare the puppy. Let the puppy come to you. And see the interaction between the kids and the puppy. Is the puppy more assertive with your children? Is it jumping and nipping the kids, but it's not jumping and nipping on you? Up to assertive with the kids. Yeah. All right. Happy-go-lucky. Middle tail wag is good. Tail low, 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 pointing to the ground. Puppy moving away from you. Puppy's nervous. Put the puppy back. Pick the next one. Yeah. So let's just say we have a happy-go-lucky comes and sits in front of you and just looks at you, nice little tail wag, wants to be with you. If you pick the puppy up, the puppy should feel nice and loose when you pick the puppy up. The puppy shouldn't get tense, take its back legs and stiffen out those back legs. It shouldn't tinkle on you. <laughs> it shouldn't immediately start wiggling around and squirming, put me down, put me down, put me down, and trying to nip at your hands. Right. Those things are all negative. The puppy should be nice and loose in the body. And if you hold the puppy out in front of you, the legs dangle nice and loose in front, almost like a wet noodle. Yeah. You can cuddle your puppy if you want to and bring it up close to you. It, sh- it should want to be there. It shouldn't, again, kick and squirm and try to get away. Don't be too, too much with picking up. Put the puppy back down. Have the puppy come running back and forth between a couple of the people, you know? Just give a little bit of space and see if the puppy will go back and forth between the parents and the kids. Yeah. Loosen the puppy up a little bit after you've picked it up. And then do a little minor veterinary exam. Look at your puppy's teeth. Look in the ears. Make sure there's no ticks or anything. Check between the toes. You know, pat the puppy all over and see if you get any kind of bite response. If you get a bite response, the puppy's telling you to stop with its teeth. It's not mouthing you. Not necessarily appropriate for children. Right. Right. Puppy should be very, very tolerant. You're not hurting the dog. When, when you get to the pet store, also, something I forgot. Purchase a pig's ear and 
very last thing you're going to do with the puppy is give the puppy the pig's ear and leave it alone for two to five minutes. Puppy should not pick the toy up and try to go hide with it. First sign of resource guarding. And have the volunteer take it from the puppy. Make sure you see no stiffness, no growling, no turning quickly away and trying to guard the toy. If you see any of that, you need to walk away. And the whale eye, sideways eye. Yeah, the whale eye is goes unnoticed goes. to a lot of general public where they will notice the puppy trying to turn around or hide the corner. Or, right. You know, obviously if it growls. Yeah. It's not, it's not good. So again, in the, in the end, you want to see happy-go-lucky, nice middle tail wag, wants to make some eye contact with you, gives you space, comes up and sits in front of you and looking at you longingly like, will you give me some attention? <laughs> nice puppy. Wants to be with your children, goes back and forth with the kids. Um, explores a little bit, but is not independent and not wanting to be around you. Some puppies, if you go, puppy, 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 they'll come over to you and you pet them, and as soon as you touch them, they walk away from you. Right. Be very aware of that. That's not okay. Puppies should want to be with you. Yeah. Right? Be picky. You're picking a family member to live with you for 12 to 15 years or longer. People take more time than that to develop a relationship with somebody that they then turn into a marriage. Right. Yeah. But they want to pick a puppy just on looks and let me just pick the puppy pig now. Yeah. Right? One thing I see um, at our adoption events is people want to hold the puppies all the time. Um, yeah. And I always tell them to put the puppy down so I can see if the you know if the puppy likes the kids or how it is with the people. Um, so I think that's one thing is you know don't just hold the puppy when you're choosing one. Uh, you need because a lot of times I think fearful puppies will tolerate being held and people think it's it's outgoing because it likes to be held but it's really just afraid yeah so it's frozen yeah you know but that's the whole point of putting it down on the ground and giving it a long leash or or a space a room with the door shut where the puppy can do what it's going to do yeah you know and then secondary to that you can pick the puppy up and see how the puppy responds to it but it's not because you're going to be picking it up and carrying it around. It's just to see if the puppy's going to be okay with that. Yeah. Um, you know, adoption events are not ideal by any means. So sometimes people will have to get creative, you know, like even just going, I know at our adoption event, it's outside. And so there are, there is a grassy area out of the way that I'll take people to interact with a dog or maybe even in the back of the pet store, like you said, or actually the manager of the pet store will let us go in the break room. Correct. Uh, you know, so don't be afraid to ask if you're looking for a puppy, you know, just say, hey, would it be okay if we go, you know, and the, the foster or the volunteer will probably go with you because <laughs> I'm sure puppies have been stolen. <laughs> um you know, we don't let people just walk off with our puppies. You know, if you're if you're nice about it and say, "Hey, can I? Can we just spend some time with the puppy out of the way?" and they'll be they'll probably be like, "Oh yeah, sure." You know, no problem. Yeah, and you know, here's the thing: people go into and they're like, "We're going to an adoption event to pick a puppy." Yeah. No, you're not. You're going to the adoption event to look at puppies. Right. Because if you go with the intent that you're going to get one, you're going to come home with one. Yeah. Which means maybe the first one or two you looked at in the litter, 
you're like, uh-uh, that one was a research starter. Uh-uh, that one was afraid of my children. Well, this one, you know, only did one thing that we really, you know, kind of had on our list that was a no-no. But because it's the only one that wasn't afraid of our kids, we're going to take that one. Let's Genetics, see. people. Yeah. If five out of seven of the puppies have already shown you something and one you think is okay, but it's done a couple things you're not okay with, you need to keep looking. You know, and, and yes, you need to bring your kids, but that is an educational thing for your children as well. We're just going to look. Yeah. So, uh... Which leads us to the next thing. How do you bring the puppy home once you select the puppy and you have children? Yeah, let me just say so it. Uh, huh? It teaches your kids, um, you know, that not everything is instant gratification. You know, Which if you true. if you look around, and it's hard for kids, um, but in the end, it's it's worth the effort to choose a puppy that they will have that, you know, that kind of ideal uh, dog-child relationship where the dogs like your buddy. So. Yeah, and if you pick the wrong dog, your child's going to end up afraid. Yeah. Or you might end up in a position where you have to have that conversation with your child that, guess what, we had all this stuff we did, and now we have to give the dog up. You've got two children, one child's been bitten. Now that child feels like it's their fault the dog can't stay anymore. It is a domino effect of negative stuff. So a little bit of negativity, or as you perceive as negative in the beginning, is actually not as educational. Yeah. You know, and tell your kids, we're thinking about getting a puppy. We know we're not ready yet, but we're going to start looking, and we need you guys to help us. This is how we're going to do it. Yeah. And you know, what? if your child starts getting excited, one parent takes that child aside and, and explain, you you know, this is, this is not right for the dog. So if we're going to do this today, you need to calm down. So there you have it. Great advice from Phyllis Mullen, the Canon Counselor, on how to pick a puppy for your family. Check out our next podcast about how to bring the puppy home and how to introduce it into your house and your family. Thanks for joining us. Bye.